0: Liquidation court rejects attempt by receiver to allocate funds to a captive. Receivers in insurance insolvencies always look for creative ways to manage their insolvent estate. Some try to close the estate early by accelerating reinsurance recoverables. Others, as in the case discussed below, try to allocate estate assets to others so that claims in excess of the guarantee fund limit might be paid in part. In NRA Penn Treaty Network, American Insurance Company and in Liquidation, numbers one PEN 2009 and one ANI 2009, Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court, December 22nd, 2021, the Commonwealth Court of Pennsylvania sitting en banc reaffirmed an order from a three-judge panel from the same court, which denied the receiver of two insolvent long-term care insurance companies' application to allocate estate assets away from the Pennsylvania Life and Health Guarantee Association and to a captive insurance company set up by the receiver to pay claims in excess of the limits of the Guarantee Association. Essentially, the receiver wanted to provide some benefits to policyholders in excess of the level that the Guarantee Association would pay on long-term care policies, where the claims would accrue more than 30 days after the termination of the policies because of the insolvency. The receiver contended it had the authority under statute to allocate the assets to the captive. Notably, the Guarantee association, trade association intervened to oppose the application because it would result in a much larger assessment against members of the association who have to be members as a condition of doing business in the state. The three-member panel of the court found that the receiver's proposal to use the state assets to set up an excess coverage insurer departed from Article Five of the Insurance Department Act of 1921 and the PLHIGA Act. The receiver filed exceptions to the three-member court's findings and asked for a full court to reverse. The court refused and reaffirmed the three-member court's holding. In doing so, the court rejected the receiver's claim that policyholders are entitled to coverage in excess of the Guarantee Association coverage, either by a transfer of policy obligations to a captive or by direct payments from the estate for non-GA policy benefit claims. Quote, we disagree with the liquidator's premise that policyholders, and I added this, seeking non-GA policy benefits, have Class B claims against the company's estates. The liquidation statutes terminated the policies, which could remain in force for only 30 days after the order of liquidation. Accordingly, with the estates liabilities being fixed upon liquidation and the non-GA policy benefit claims occurring after 30 days has ex- had expired, none of those claims were allowable under the estate. The court also rejected the receiver's claim that termination of the policies under the statute gave rise to a breach of contract claim for the policyholders. Notably, the receiver cited to a national organization of Life and Health Insurance Guarantee Association's report in support of its position. That organization appeared in the case and opposed what the receiver was proposing, which was to allow policyholders to have benefits exceeding the Guarantee Association's limits. At the end of the day, the receiver could not allocate assets from the estate to a captive to pay non-guarantee association benefit and claims. Thank you.